Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast, the Culture Edit Reloaded. I'm Sandra Patel, founder and CEO of Transition Partners. This season, I'm flying solo as I sit down with international leaders to discuss their leadership journeys and how they have embedded a thriving and positive culture. Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast, the Culture Edit. I'm Sandra Patel and in today's podcast, I'm very delighted to be joined by Klaus Offerly, who is currently Director of Engineering at ON. And for those who don't know what ON do, they're a global leading sportswear company based in Switzerland. And in Klaus's role, he supports cross-functional software teams that integrate ON's business with external partners. Um, so hi, Klaus. Welcome to the podcast today. It's very nice to have you on board. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Hey, Sandra. Thanks so much for having me. Good, great to be here. You're welcome. And I heard um, we had a little chat before, didn't we? And uh, you said you've done quite a few podcasts before. So I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to this one because it's always nice to have uh, experienced um, guest podcasters on on the uh, podcast. So um It'd be really interesting to just start with so that we can give our listeners and viewers a little bit more context. Um, So if you could just start with a quick sort of whistle-stop tour of how your journey into leadership and the tech world started um, and how you've got to where you are today. Yes, absolutely. So my my background is software engineering. So for the longest time, um, I've been working on... uh, uh, embedded um, systems, embedded computers, and then switched to iPhone development. This was very exciting times. It was always about, you know, computers with um, restrained resources. And um, for the last seven, eight years, though, um, I've been um, slowly like slipping into management positions and leadership positions. So I've kind of worked my way up from senior engineer, tech lead, engineering manager to now a position where I lead and support uh, multiple uh, teams as a director of engineering. So I'm now kind of not hands on anymore. I'm, I'm focusing yeah, on collaboration and helping teams, okay. uh, making sure uh, people grow and enjoy enjoy their time um, at on as a company and in the software industry in, in general. Yeah. yeah, and on on the way, kind of, I, I moved a few through a few countries. Um, I'm based, um, I'm from Germany, but also lived in Japan for a while, in Australia. Wow. And yeah, maybe nine years ago, I came back to Berlin, where I'm now based. So ON is a, a Swiss-based company in, in Zurich, but they also have a big uh, tech hub in Berlin. That's where mm-hmm. I'm I'm working. Yeah, fantastic, brilliant. So you well travelled as well. How long? How long were you in Japan and Australia for? Yeah, in, in in Japan. Um, so so my wife is from the UK. So we're looking for an English speaking country and decided on Australia. Okay. So while we were waiting for our visas to arrive and come through, um, an opportunity um, uh, arrived that my current company offered me a job in uh, Japan. It was kind of halfway. Um, that that's yeah. was our thinking. So we spent there three years and it was a very exciting time. Wow. Um, but always, yeah, something maybe temporary um, to to uh, have as an experience. 
And then yeah. we moved to Australia, worked there, um, lived there for, for five years. And then our second child was born, so we decided, hey, maybe it's a bit too far away from uh, parents, so we, we decided yeah. to come back. Yeah, oh, fantastic. And then you're not far from the UK as well, are you, in Berlin? It's yeah. not um, very easy to, to get back. Um, fantastic. And, and also, um, so at some point along that journey, um, you became, you set up your own um, leadership newsletter as well, didn't you? Um, which sort of summarises um, leadership context in, in the form of sketch notes. It'd be really interesting to hear more about that as well. And, and how that, how, where did that idea come from? How did that come about? No. Yeah, for the in in the beginning, I mean, um, uh, transition from let's say engineering to leadership is always uh, tricky, right? Like, um, um, you need to learn an, um, basically a, a new job, right? Even though it's in the similar environment. And uh, for some years, so when I was an engineer, I also used to go to conferences and talked about, you know, how to do things, what I learned. And then for a, a very long time, it was a little bit quiet because I was trying to find my ways around uh, management and, and leadership. And now I feel I'm a bit in the position that I have a few years of experience where I also want to share um, certain things. Um, so I'm speaking a bit more. And also the, the idea came up that um, uh, I always find useful um, to have certain concepts, certain models um, in, in your mind on how to do things and keep this as a kind of a framework. You don't have to um, uh, stick to it, but at least to have, you know, something that you can hold on to. And that's a bit the, and, and the idea was to combine that with uh, my, my, my drawing skills and yeah. um, um, have it in a in a sketch note style. So it's it's a very simple drawing. I'm I'm not super artistic, but I I, I like the way it's 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 a bit imperfect, right? And I think it it um, uh, helps the imagination if if a drawing is not too perfect. So I've started a newsletter to yeah basically summarize um, important concepts um, in leadership in management. And uh, yeah, um, uh, sending this around for um, a few months now. So um, that's one part of, of how I intend to share my, my knowledge. Yeah, fantastic. That's brilliant. I'm all for um, sharing, sharing experiences, mm. knowledges, and it's one of the reasons why um, we've set this podcast up. Um, and what I'm really looking forward to is delving more into detail around your leadership experiences your you know you kind of like your key principles your style things that you've learned along that journey and maybe what you would do differently or would have done differently um now um as well and it's you know it's really important for us to share all of that within the community so that others can learn others can develop themselves um you know i always think i don't know about yourself but I always think, and I've got this, you know, my ethos is that I, I've been in um, in my industry for 20-odd years and in a leadership position probably for around 15, um, but I'm still constantly learning and developing, um, you know, and I'd say if I was to critique myself, mm. I'd say I've probably only started to learn to become a stronger leader in the last couple of years, mm. um, you know, and I do think that, it takes a lot of lessons to, mm. um, you know, kind of like fine fine tune your style and things. So, on that yeah. note, it'd be really yeah. interesting to hear from you um, how you describe your leadership style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think um, learning is, is constant in, in pretty much every industry, uh, but I think what, what makes leadership hard is that you can only learn so many things out of books. So I think in the end of the day, at the end of the day, you also, you know, have to put the years in and, you know, experience uh, different situations and, and develop from there. But yeah, it's a, as you mentioned, it's a, a constant learning experience. Yeah. And yeah, I also went through different phases of looking at uh, different leadership styles. Um, I think what what is clear to me now is that probably not one leadership style helps you in every situation, right? I think um, since situational leadership or um, uh, these kind of concepts, it's clear that you need to be fairly adaptable. And yeah. then it's not exactly one leadership style that, that helps you out in, in every situation. And I've gone through different phases of, you know, reading and applying different uh, ideas. But I think the, the, the two um, uh, themes that apply the most in recent times is um, positive psychology. So the, okay. the, the background on this science, uh, psychology science, is that for um, a very long time, people kind of focused on, you know, what's what's wrong with people, how we can um, uh, help um, sick people, how can we make them healthy. But what they kind of missed or what kind of um, is a nice additional um, aspect of this is that, you know, um, uh, people that are doing well, how can they thrive in, in, in life and also at work? So it's a bit more around this idea, how can we amplify what already works to make it yeah. to, to learn from this? So this is not to say that there aren't any problems and there are not any negative aspect. It's just that there are not only problems, right? There's also certain things that, that are good um, that we should should um, amplify. Yeah. And I agree and that's really yeah. interesting because um, I think sometimes you can get into that mindset where yeah. you you look too much into the negatives um, and for the bad rather than seeing the good and the positives and yeah. like you say that positive in reinforcement and encouragement um, because yeah. that actually by reinforcing that with your people um, you know yeah receives a more positive reaction and gets more out of people and, the, uh, you know, and the best out of themselves as well. And the, the, there is a strong bias um, um, among people, right, to focus on the negative, to focus on the problems. It's a bit how we yeah. are wired. And I think it, it takes... how we do that to ourselves, don't yeah, we? Uh, yeah. And it, it takes a conscious effort to, to balance it out, right? Not to avoid the negative um, uh, completely, but to balance it out yeah. with uh, something positive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So what would you say, you mentioned, you talked about, you know, you've, you've looked at, um, you know, you've gone through phases of different styles. What three um, leadership principles within those styles that you've mm. kind of adapted along the way do you live by? No. I think one important aspect that um, uh, came a bit more important to me recently is uh, facilitation. Like basically, I think the, the origin of all of this was that when you are a technical person, you have a lot of knowledge also hands-on, right? And then you go into leadership positions and more and more you kind of understand the, 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 the problems and the space you're working in, but you cannot solve the problems yourself anymore. So. 
that um, uh, very easy bridge to, let's say, a coaching style or servant leadership style or facilitation style where basically your job is to help and support people, you know, find the solutions and, and bring the right people together um, in, a, in, a, in a positive environment to, to find those solutions. And I'm, I'm using a lot of facilitation or getting more deeper into this, like to, to build workshops, to build um, engagement, to also, you know, um, have a very inclusive environment that also maybe more introverted people can contribute. Um, there are certain aspects that make this um, uh, um, uh, happen. And especially like in a hybrid environment, right, where sometimes we are in person, sometimes we are remote and everything in between. I think it's it's really critical yeah, to, to have good facilitation skills, right, to also avoid the, the, the boring, as someone called it, the meeting tax, right? You, you have to suffer through meetings until you can do yeah. the work you want to do, right? So avoid this by doing workshops, by being in inclusive and engaging in, in, in meetings. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, fantastic. So um, what are your, um, it's probably a good time to ask actually, what, what are your feelings um, on hierarchy? No. Yeah, hierarchy, um, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I once read there are actually kind of three different kinds of hierarchies. So I think what 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 people usually think about is like a formal hierarchy, who is reporting to which manager, and that certainly um, has still a, a place because it's about yeah hiring, um, salary negotiations, uh, this sort of thing. Um, but I think in in software especially, um, uh, it's easy to identify also a second hierarchy. Um, for example, in cross-functional teams, it's a more a value-based um, um, kind of delivery-based um, hierarchy where different functions work together because they need each other to to achieve the goal. And then there's a kind of certain third structure, which is more maybe about informal uh, hierarchies. You know, who who knows who um, who gets along with with someone else. You know. Um, uh, who has a, maybe um, a similar background or something they, they share in common. And more and more, I feel like, you know, it's uh, a little bit less about the formal hierarchy and a bit more about this informal and this value creation uh, hierarchies. And I think it's, it's, it's also we, 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 we do ourselves well if, you know, we, we focus a bit more on how can we collaborate on, you yeah. know, eye level. And it's it's not so much that there is no difference between people, right? They they all have specialization, and I think management is also um, a great specialization. But on creating value, on collaborating together, you can still be on on eye level, even though if you're not uh, if you don't have a formal uh, leadership position. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and I think you know hierarchy um, can be good to have there for you know various reasons, but. Um, you know, I think working together collaboratively, regardless of hierarchy, level, job titles, etc., um, is the key for all successful businesses and successful teams and outcomes. Um, yeah. Which um, and, and and I think you have to be 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 intentional about hierarchy, even if it's informal, uh, because it doesn't. Or it, it will happen by itself, but maybe it's not in the way you want it to 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 happen. 
Um, yeah. I think what's always has to be clear is, you know, about uh, responsibilities, you know, what, what, what do I care about? What do others care about? What do we share in, in common? What we um, all care, care about? And I think it's more around discussing these responsibilities than saying, hey, I'm on this level and you on that level. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then, and then coming together, as you say, collaborating, mm-hmm. but pulling on and playing on, you know, everyone's got different strengths and weaknesses no. and it's pulling those strengths together and balancing them out as a collaborative um, team. Absolutely. Fantastic. So um, let's talk a little bit more about your role um, um, at ON and, and sort of a little bit about the company. Um, you know, mm-hmm. part of this um, part of this podcast, we try and um, cover as much as we can around people and culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, over the last couple of years, there's been a huge push and drive with many businesses and teams to become, um, you know, employer of choice and real focus on people and culture. Um, what would you say that you're within on what the company's values are that, you know, that you and the, the business lives and breathes by? Right. I think um, ON was very um, uh, intentional about uh, defining values. Um, We call them Uh spirits. And as you can imagine, with a, a sporting goods company, they are um, also inspired by, by, by sport and, and, and movement and exercise. Um, I think what they did, um, of course, before my time is already, you know, set this up like different um, uh, models of, uh, you know, how can you take on the good parts of um, athletics, of um, uh, team collaboration, of being an explorer and also being based in Switzerland. How can you define this into values um, that help um, on, on to grow? And I think what I can identify um, the most with is also what we call the athlete spirit. We we mentioned this, you mentioned this before, right? It's always a learning and a growing experience. And yeah. this is a bit like, you know, like an athlete um, trains and, and, and practices, you know, to do to, to some races. The, the, the yeah. same way, you know, um, as a company and uh, as, as colleagues, we want to grow um, and, and, and train and practice. And I think there is what's interesting to me is that with athletes, there's also a second aspect to it. Of course, you you want to become better and better, but also, um, you know, after the training, you also need um, to relax and to recover from from the training. Right. And and this is actually where growth happens. You know, when you uh, um, exercise your muscles, it's not the actual training that grows your muscles. Actually, yeah, the recovery and where. Yeah. The, the the muscle answers and I think this is something we often forget in 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 day to day work right we always go to meetings and have little time to even think about so when do we actually you know have this recovery time and 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 think about reflect and 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 grow mm. yeah fantastic and what as a business um, within on or, or any of you um, previous roles perhaps what, what are there any sort of um, tips around where you feel um you know you've done anything differently to add really add to the culture and um you know bringing the people together um that you could share that others may be able to learn from or you know kind of any useful tips where you've added value 
Yeah. yeah, what what was very interesting for me when I joined on, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fairly, fairly large uh, global company now, um, but they, they intentionally designed um, the culture to be uh, less bureaucratic. For example, I don't need approval to um, take vacations or if I do expenses, um, uh, neither do I need to approve something nor do others um, uh, have to ask yeah, for, for approval. And I think this is really great, you know, to to rely on, you know, the, the people themselves to make good decisions and have yeah. this culture around and to avoid what's usually happening, you know, with super formal processes, a lot of uh, bureaucracy um, everywhere, which slows things down. And I think this came out of this perspective that um, ON is also growing a lot with, uh, you know, uh, doubling uh, employees um, every few years. And you cannot, you know, um, um, have complete control over, over such a large organization. I think you, you need to build the culture so that, you know, the growth and the interests of the company are distributed um, among the, the teams. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I haven't heard, I don't think I've ever heard of another business doing that. I mean, I'm sure there probably are businesses out there, but especially not a global organisation that's growing um, at the pace that, that you guys are. So, um, you know, I think that's great. And it's all about, you know, it's all about allowing people to manage their own time and giving them that autonomy, isn't it? And again, goes back to yeah. that whole empowering people and the collaborative um, kind of approach and the fact that you've been able to continue to double year on year and keep retain that is is fantastic um, and the, maybe the flip side of you know you mentioned autonomy i think yeah. the flip side is also that there is with less bureaucracy there comes also less guidance so I think the the ask, of course, is then also for people to step up and say, hey, I think this needs to be done in a certain way, right? Like thriving in autonomy also means, you know, um, showing leadership and stepping up and, and defining things the way they should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, fantastic. Um, and um, I think actually this is um, it's good to sort of move on to um, the shift and the change over the years around flexibility, hybrid working, remote working, um, you know, I mean, do, I don't know whether you have a current nine-five schedule or whether it's, you know, you're a bit more flexible. What, what, what have you, what do you prefer and what have you seen work well? No. I think I think yeah nine to five in the software industry is probably um, not 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 happening any any longer. I think uh, yeah. times are very flexible, and of course you have the autonomy and also um, the the spirit to to use your time most effectively. I think what's what's what um, maybe the Corona pandemic has been showing that. Um, uh, people are maybe even um, uh, uh, exaggerating, you know, how much they, they would work um, yeah. if, if having little guidance. Maybe people worked too hard, right, in, 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 in online meetings. And I think now it's, it's, you know, people are getting a bit more experience. They get more experience with remote work, with hybrid work. And I think slowly we are maybe finding a certain, certain balance. And I think it was a huge... Um, uh, improvement, you know, to have this flexibility to sometimes work from uh, home office, um, to sometimes go to um, offices and, and turn them perhaps into meeting spaces. 
And yeah. I think this flexibility is, is, is great for everyone. I guess every company has to define how much they are flexible. Um, so we have kind of also a setup where, you know, certain days are, you, you know, um, you are ha um, free to do home office, but certain days we also want you um, to come in um, uh. to work with a team. And I think for me, it's not so much about, you know, how much time do you spend in the office? I, I, I don't mind. But I think teams and, you know, colleagues also need certain time to work together and, and engage with each other and, you know, get to know um, each other. And I think th there's no point in coming to the office if everyone else is remote and then you, you yeah. just sit in meetings, yeah. um, you know, that, that, that's yeah, pointless. Yeah, you but, can just do that from home, like you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but coming together in a, in a workshop or, you know, in an exciting environment to, to work on problems together, I think it's super valuable also to, yeah. to, uh, um, yeah, to, to improve engagement also, you know, to, be, uh, 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 um, to help with the connection between team members. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I recently met with um, a consultancy actually who were doing some recruitment for, um, and they said that um, they're now focusing on. Um, I think they've got that predominantly their team is made up of um, technical people, and they've said mm -hmm. that they're working more now towards having people back in the office, um, like th minimum three days a week. Um, and they've said they've seen over the last sort of three to six months that the days where they have more people in the office and the teams together collaborating, working together, that productivity, productivity has gone up, but also um, some of their juniors that they've brought on to train have learned quicker and developed quicker by being in the office more around more, you know, sort of mid to senior level developers. Um, which is quite yeah. interesting. I don't know if you if you've experienced that or. Yeah, abso absolutely. I think if you are in a um, in the same space, collabor collaboration kind of happens automatically, right? Or um, yeah. uh, whereas with with a remote setup, you have to make a conscious effort to 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 do this, and it's it's certainly possible. I mean, there are companies. I believe GitHub is very. Um, a, a remote company that that works asynchronously and and has this know-how, but I think people underestimate um, companies and also employees underestimate how much of a conscious effort is a, a, a full remote position requires. And uh, yeah, I think maybe a stopgap solution or at least you know some way of of supporting this is also to ask yeah people to come in at least certain times um, into the office. Yeah, it's like it goes back to when you were saying earlier, and we were talking about um, uh, leadership and, and styles, and you know, um, and you know, you can read. There's only so much you can read in a book. It's the same, you know. There's only so much you can learn um, yourself or online. It, it, you, learn, you know, a large proportion and percentage of what people learn throughout their career. And their journey is via others, by other people. Um, you know, you bounce off each other, and you mm. learn from each other. Um, and I think there's, you know, if we continue, if certain businesses continue down fully remote um, work from home um, positions, mm. I think that you know, a number of people will lose lose that. Um, fantastic. And what? Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, no. I'll, oh, I'll no, no. Okay. <laughs> um, what's um, we we um, as a business and and me actually as a, an individual, I'm very very focused on 
hence one of the reasons why I set this podcast up, is very focused on giving back to the community, giving and sharing knowledge, um, experiences with others. Um, it'd be really interesting to find out what ON does as a company um, to currently support or give back to the community. Yeah. So I'm just coming out of an um, evening from uh, last week. I think on, on Thursday we, we hosted yeah. um, a networking event in collaboration with uh, Girls in Tech in our community That's hub. Fantastic. So in, in, in Berlin we have um, a good space um, to um, yeah, not only meet for um, sports, so we, of course we also have like uh, uh, running events, um, but also for you know networking events where we invite different uh, partners and, and community and um, our talent team and also talent acquisition team they, they make a huge effort and everyone also the hiring managers we get trainings and you know it's a, a huge effort also to to support diversity and be inclusive yeah. and you know to give um, opportunity to everyone and. The, the, the topics in these networking events, of course, um, we had a presentation about uh, girls in tech, how, how they can connect with each other and network and help each other out. Um, yeah. We also presented the, the um, uh, On Power, um, which is a community insight um, uh, on uh, where this is um, where uh, women can uh, network. And we presented, um, I was involved in uh, teaching at a, a non-profit school here in Berlin, uh, teaching uh, like JavaScript and web development uh, to a diverse group of people. So we yeah. also presented this. Um, this is not directly related to ON, but um, this is a bit like, you know, so how, everyone, how everyone can contribute um, yeah. uh, to these uh, good causes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, that's brilliant. Um, and is there opportunity for people within the team to get involved in, in things like that as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah we had um, uh, several employees presenting on and, and, and showing also how we understand diversity and what we do to help this and hosting this. So yeah. um, it was a really, really great offer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Great. So I've got one last question for you. Um, it'd be really great to... And I take a minute or so to have a think about this one. Um, we've all we've all learned the hard way, like like regardless, you know, we've all made one or two or maybe more. In my case, more. Um, you know, there's always you know there's always a few key leadership lessons that we've learned along the way that we just won't ever forget. Um, and you know, we know what we do differently in hindsight. Um, it'd be really great if you could share one of those with us um, and what you would do differently now, having had more experience since um, that time. No. Yeah, I think for for me, the, the, the biggest difference coming from uh, software development mm. was that, you know, um, um, it's very easy to perfect or like a machine is very easy to understand or um, uh, control whereas with 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 people obviously you have to be more flexible and I just had a, a discussion with with a, a colleague today about uh, being on the one hand passionate about things and being interested in driving things forward but at the same time also be flexible and open you know to change your mind to maybe let go of your um, ideas and you know take a different approach because different people come in and have different ideas and I think 
leadership is more about you know um, not doing not creating something perfect but more being flexible being you know putting certain things together and I think this took a long time for me to understand, you know, that maybe it's not I'm having the best idea and it's, you know, my my job is not to, to push through my ideas, but it's my um, my ideas. I can bring them in, but also um, combine that with other ideas and maybe also letting go of um, certain ideas that you thought were um, absolutely necessary and understanding that there are different ways to achieve um, the, yeah. the same thing. and. This thing, this took a long time for me to to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, fantastic. Um, that's it, and you know, and sometimes it can. It's, it's. I think you mentioned it before around um, consistency as well, and you know, it, it can take sometimes take take a bit of time to learn some of these things in different styles mm. and how to adapt to different people um, as well. But it's putting that effort in and that consistency and. Know, and it does pay off it just you know can take us a bit of time sometimes so um fantastic well it's been really really interesting um having you on the podcast today um i'd really love for if any of our listeners or viewers wanted to reach out to you directly i think we mentioned um you know the newsletter the leadership newsletter as well so we'll put a post um a link to that if anyone's interested in um having a look at that and then also reaching out to klaus is that are you happy for that to come via linkedin yeah yeah i think um, i'm yeah i'm very active on linkedin so that's a good way to to approach yeah. me absolutely cool fantastic brilliant well thank you very much for your time today and i look forward to um releasing the podcast soon and um let's have a chat soon as well about events and things because i'd be really interested to talk about those that further as well Thank you so much, Sandra. It was, was good fun. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to our latest Let's Talk Leadership, the Culture Reddit Reloaded podcast. If you are a leader interested in being on the hot seat, contact me via LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take care and see you all soon.